Well, I can't think of a Christmas song that is any more controversial, that draws more uh, passionate response than Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Mm. I mean, this is a song that some people love and some people hate. It has divided our nation. I think if you look at where we are as a nation now, yeah. we are more divided than ever. Yeah. And it is primarily because of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, I think. I mean, I guess that's why. I, I can't think of any My, other reason. The only uh, thing I would take issue with is the use of the word primarily. Mm. I'm going to say exclusively. Exclusively. Yeah. 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 I think all of the stuff with politics and all that business is just a distraction from the root of the division. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> and so we're not going to shy away from that. We're going to talk about that song. Yeah. We're going to lean. We're going right all the way it. in. Absolutely. Uh, we, um, we talked to Randy Brooks who wrote, uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer. We spoke with him a couple years ago and, um, he is a really cool guy. He, um, he kind of laughs and, and, uh, and refers to himself as the, uh, he, he says, no matter what I do in my life, I'll always be remembered for one thing, kind of like the John Wilkes Booth of songwriters, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, but Randy has a, a great sense of humor about the fact that his song is both loved and loathed. And, uh, you know, he's made a nice little uh, career off of that. So, hey, I would take it. Well, because for someone to show you how much they hated that song, they generally had to buy it to play it for you. <laughs> so, I mean, right. yeah. You can laugh all the way to the bank at right. people hating that song, right? Grandpa, tell us what it means about buying a song. <laughs> That's why I, I said it in the past tense. But yes, even now you'd have to stream it, right? And, exactly. and send over the point four oh three two cents that, that it'll make. Not that you're bitter about that. No, not at all. Um well, it's funny. Uh, Randy and I actually became Facebook friends after uh, after this uh, interview that we did with him to talk about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. So occasionally, you know, I'll post something on Facebook, and then uh, and there's Randy makes a little uh, comment. I'm like, "Hey, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer guy." <laughs> um, so very likable dude, and um, you know, this is one of those that uh, you can't talk about modern day holiday classics without talking about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. It's just such a long title. I think we should like boil it down to its initials and call. Gurobar. <laughs> At the Gurobar. Gurobar. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think that's gonna work. From I think, that one. I think we should just I think we should just call it grandma for short, like the hip, you know, use one word. That's grandma. true. Hey, we're gonna play grandma tonight. Is that is that the cover band asking if they're going to play it in the set list? Are we going to play Grandma? Is that what it is? Or, or the yeah. family asking if we're going to play it? I mean, that's what I kind of meant. But maybe <laughs> are we going to play Grandma in Old Maid or Go Fish tonight? Uh, that could work too. So. Well, but, but I'm just going to throw this out. We'll get to this conversation in a minute. But have you ever seen that thing that talks about the importance of punctuation uh, <laughs> and, and the importance of a comma saying versus let's go eat Grandma with a comma uh, as let's opposed to let's go eat Grandma? Yeah, so, yeah. Very, uh, it's important to be, to be specific because we don't want anything bad to happen to grandma, like her being cannibalized or run over by a reindeer for that matter. Well, so let it be known that the sixth day of Songcraft Christmas is when I lost the plot. <laughs> I think it's all the eggnog. Ah, yes. She'd been drinking too much eggnog and we begged her not to go, but she forgot her medication. And she staggered out the door into the snow When we found her Christmas morning Well, um, so you 
grew up in in Louisville, Kentucky, but um, I understand that you went to college at Vanderbilt in mine and Paul's hometown of Nashville. Um, was it was it living in Nashville that kind of first sparked your interest in writing songs? I had I, when I was in high school, I used to put fake lyrics to pop songs on the radio, mostly to make make fun of girls that I liked, thinking somehow that was going to attract them. (laughs) 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 And then uh, my brother and I, he's a wonderful musician who lives in Nashville too, um, we co-wrote our first song when we were both still in high school. Hmm. And and that was was, uh, probably my first experience with songwriting, but then it wasn't until I I got to Nashville, and really my senior year in college, when I sort of got burned out in the direction that uh, the pop music was going, and I started listening to country for the first time. I, and I bought some, like, Porter Wagner albums and things like that, and I thought, you know what? Some of these songs on the B-sides are, are really bad. I think anybody could write that. <laughs> was, you know, usually some of the cuts on the records were by the guy's cousin and stuff like that. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Well, it turns out that the the songs that I wrote were equally bad. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that that did get me interested, and I did, uh, and I did go around to a few publishers, you know, and play them what I had, and and I used to go around to the syndicated country shows um, that were being taped there at the time in Nashville, and and I would catch people in the breaks and ask for for songwriting suggestions or, or suggestions on how to how to get to a publisher, you know, how to get a publishing deal. And Dolly Parton, you know, just catching her on a break in the filming and wow. her saying, honey, if, if it's what you love to do and you just keep on and doing it, and I just know one day something good's going to happen for you. Huh. And and then she sang it on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon <laughs> last year. So amazing. Little did she know. <laughs> right, full circle. <laughs> but, but the Johnny Cash show was taping at the Ryman every week, and that was free to get into. Um, all the syndicated shows were there, and uh, one of my favorite stories is one of my guys, uh, friends at the college radio station that I worked with was Gary Scruggs, Earl's son, and he would tell us when, especially a Columbia artist was in town recording, and I sneaked in one night to Simon and Garfunkel session at midnight, wow. and wow. got to got to see Paul Simon teaching Charlie McCoy the, the harmonica part for the boxer. Man, and, that's incredible. You, these days, you know, you'd have to go through guards and metal right. detectors. Right. <laughs> wow, that's wow, amazing. That's amazing. Well, uh, you eventually ended up in Texas, where you launched a band called Young Country, and it was there in the mid-70s that you wrote Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer, which apparently I recently discovered was actually inspired by Merle Haggard. Yeah, um, I used to make background music tapes for the restaurant where, where we sang to make a little extra money. You know, they'd pay me to put together a reel-to-reel, like... like an hour and a half of music or whatever. And at Christmas time, I was trying to collect all the albums I could to listen to all the Christmas songs I could, and I thought, oh my gosh, with all the albums I've got, there's still the same songs on every album, you know? Oh. And uh, so I listened to Merle Haggard's album, and he had um, great versions of Santa Claus is Coming to Town and White Christmas, but then on the backside, he had this Grandma's Christmas card which was later on another album titled Grandma's Homemade Christmas Card. But it was this sort of dismal formula thing where he it was a recitation hmm. over a sad accompaniment. And 
he told the story of Grandma being this fine artist who threw these cards in the family who all waited anxiously every year for the card to arrive. And you just got the feeling, oh, no, it's going to be another one of those country songs where they, you know, they set you up for two verses and then the card doesn't arrive in the third verse. And I just thought, that's that's so trite and overdone, you know, and manipulative. Just say so if she's dead at the very first of the song, and then if you can still come up with three verses in the chorus, that's that's an exercise in writing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so that's that's what inspired me to sit down with a guitar and really try to parody Merle Haggard. Wow. There's a there's a three chord turnaround at the end of every chorus, which is straight out of if we make it through December. Yeah. And there's a little uh, a little scale rundown leading into a minor chord that comes out of uh, his song Daddy Frank. And my intention was, if anybody ever heard this song, they would think, "Oh, what a clever parody of Merle." <laughs> Not that they would take the song, you know, seriously on its own. Right, right. So you were playing in a band. You're you're writing songs. You write this kind of novelty song that's you know inspired by kind of ribbing the the Merle Haggard formula. Um, but how is it that the rest of the world somehow managed to find out about Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer? It was, um, my band was playing out in Lake Tahoe um, quite frequently at the, at the Hyatt on the north shore of Lake Tahoe. And one night uh, we were supposed to be headed back to Texas, but our, our van, the brakes froze and we had to stay over an extra night. So we went in to hear the, the band that followed us in. And they were called Elmo and Patsy, and they were sort of a bluegrass Sonny and Cher act, a comedy husband and wife act. And when they found out that the previous band was in the audience, they were real nice. They said, why don't you all come up on stage and we'll close out our set doing a bunch of bluegrass songs that we all know in common. Hmm. And so the, the thinking was, you know, we were going to go up there and all get together on Rolling in My Sweet Baby's Arms or something. And one of the casino employees was in the audience on their night off, and they sent up a request for Grandma, which they were familiar with from my band singing it. And so Elmo and Patsy said, sure, go ahead and do it. So I sang uh, I sang Grandma on stage with uh, with them, and, and Elmo and Patsy asked me right after the show, would you come in the dressing room? We've got a tape recorder. We'd love you to record that because it's, it's our kind of song. <laughs> they, they did a lot of novelty-type songs. And... So I recorded it, and I left it at that, thinking it would be really neat if some other band was singing my songs and and announcing that I had written it, so it would make me sound like more of a real songwriter, not just <laughs> for my own band. Right, right. <laughs> well, this was this was December. In February, I got a uh, I got a package in the mail, and there was a cassette, and they'd gone into Nashville to a studio and they recorded the song, <laughs> which blew me away, you know, because now my name was going to be on the label of a record. Yeah. But but they had no no label or anything. They were just going to press up some copies and sell them from the stage at their performances in at uh, harvest festivals in California, Northern California, and, and casino shows in Northern Nevada, um, which they did, and that was, uh, I guess, 79, uh, Christmas of 79. Um, but somebody got one of their records and took it to Gene Nelson at KSFO in San Francisco. And he was a huge presence there on morning radio, you know, and for some right. reason he decided to put it on the air. And 
phone rang off the hook, he said, with, uh, with people saying, don't ever play that song again. <laughs> <laughs> which, which he took as a challenge, you know, he said, if I get 25 requests to play it, I'll play it again. Right. <laughs> of course, he did. <laughs> and one thing led to another. The, the, uh, because the song did get so much controversy in you know, a love, love-hate press, um, San Francisco Chronicle came out and wrote a big half-page article on the song and on Elmo and Patsy, and that got picked up by the wire services and sent around the country, and it started, started being stories on television news that I saw about it and on radio news. And at that point, people said, well, we need a little bit of the song to, to play with our stories. And so ABC Radio fed the, fed the song down the line, and the demand started to grow. And these poor performers only had what they had pressed up, you know, with their own money. Yeah. Uh, so for the next Christmas, they hired an independent distributor out of Nashville, and they went back in and re-recorded the song. Oh, wow. um, and, and, if you ever hear the original version, it's much straighter. On the on the new version, Elmo sort of shouted out the punchline, just in case you didn't know this was a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the version that's played today. But after after about uh, three three or four years in independent distribution, um, Billboard showed on their holiday chart they, in the last week before Christmas they showed that leapfrogging ahead of White Christmas as number one on their wow. holiday chart. And Man. at that point, Epic Epic Records said, "Okay, we'll take it." You know. Well, and I can I can attest to that song's popularity around that time because I remember getting ready for school and I would always listen to Y one hundred and seven in Nashville, and uh, it seemed like they played "Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer." you know, 10 times in the morning before I even made it to school. So I had it memorized so that I could sing it in the carpool. And so, uh, my, much, much to the delight of whoever's mom exactly, was driving the carpool. Yeah. I'm, sure. I'm sure. So that was the song that put the Y in Y107. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Um, but I mean, it was everywhere. It was turned into an animated special. I mean, there are countless reindeer plush toys that played the song. Were, were you, I mean, were you surprised at what a phenomenon this song became? Totally. I mean, my thought, I was so excited, you know, when I first got played on the radio, but I thought, well, I better enjoy this while it lasts because it's a novelty song. It's, it's basically a joke set to music. And once you've heard a joke a couple of times, you don't need to hear it anymore. And so it'll fade away. And I, I think what really saved it was that kids huh. took it up. And there's always new kids coming along to tease their grandmothers with it. Um, I, I didn't even want kids to hear it. You know, I was a little embarrassed by putting that line in there. You can say there's no such thing as Santa. So that was just to sing to drunks in a bar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> but at these at songwriter shows and things like that, when I when I play, it's really strange because all of a sudden people who are there to hear the writers of the songs, they do treat me like a celebrity. And when I start into that song, all of the cell phones come out and they're recording and all this stuff and right. and it's just so weird and then I, and then the set's over and I walk away and go back to being me <laughs> <laughs> Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve you can say there's no such thing as Santa but as for me and grandpa we believe She'd been drinking too much eggnog And we begged her not to go 
But she forgot her medication And she staggered out the door into the snow When we found her Christmas morning At the scene of the attack She had hoof prints on her forehead And incriminating claws marks on her back Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Now we're all so proud of Grandpa He's been taking this so well See him in there watching football Drinking beer and playing cards with Cousin Mel It's not Christmas without Grandma All the family's dressed in black And we just can't help but wonder Should we open up her gifts or send them back? Send them back! Grandma got run over by a reindeer Walking home from our house Christmas Eve You can say there's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa, we believe Now the goose is on the table And the pudding made of fig ah, And the blue and silver candles That would just have matched the hair in Grandma's wig I've warned all my friends and neighbors Better watch out for yourself should never give a license to a man who drives a sleigh and plays with elves. Grandma got run over by a reindeer walking home from our house Christmas Eve. You can say there's no such thing as Santa, but as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Sing it, Grandpa. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. There's no such thing as Santa But as for me and Grandpa